Welcome to Hindsight Hacking. I'm Corey Carter. And I'm Ron Cool, and you are listening to Hindsight Hacking, where we have talked to hundreds of entrepreneurs hacking their hindsight to give you clearer foresight. And now, as we still bring you the same great, amazing interviews each and every week, we are adding bits and pieces to serve you in such a great way. These bits and pieces are some mindset hacks, visibility hacks, traffic hacks, and more on the daily hack. So we want to make sure that you have all the tools and all the resources that you need to gain more visibility and gain more traffic. And obviously, to get more sales. So head over to gethhhm.com forward slash toolbox to grab your free resources to get the help you need to get more. And if you're interested, after you collect all those freebies, because they're amazing, hit the link in the show notes and jump on our calendar because we definitely want to help you. Guys, we absolutely love the community that we've created with your guys' help, and we love all the hindsight hackers. So jump on in and get on our calendar. So without further ado, what do you say? Let's get to it. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Hindsight Hacking. And today's special guest, the one, the only, a fellow Colorado resident, Miss Katie Brinkley. Now, Katie, if you don't know her, she is the owner and social media strategist of and coach, I almost missed that, at Next Step Social Communications, a social media agency based out of Littleton, Colorado, helping small businesses real estate agents, construction companies, home builders with their social media for over 15 years. That is amazing. She specializes in coaching entrepreneurs and how to uh, how to have social media to be an incredible tool, buy new leads, build community, and bring the social back to their social media. Katie, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be doing this with another set of Coloradans. I know it's fun. We we don't get a lot of people from Colorado on our show, so we're super stoked about that. And, and it's growing so I, much. Right. <laughs> and it's where I grew up in is where you're at, so that's pretty cool. But before we get into all things social that I love, why don't you take a second to let the audience know a little bit more about you? Well, that was quite the intro, um, and I, I've, I've gave a lot of information as to what I do and, and how long I've been doing it. But I don't think that when I got started with social media, it was, it was back in the days of MySpace. I wanted to be the next uh, radio broadcaster at 850 KOA. And that was the job I got doing right out of college. But always on the side, I kind of been doing MySpace for bands. And then, you know, Facebook went away from just being for colleges. And I started getting businesses up on Facebook and I saw what an incredible tool it is and how fast connections can happen on social media. And I, I never really gave it up. And so um, I had the opportunity about four and a half years ago to leave the corporate world and do the thing that I enjoyed most with my job, which I, I did a lot of other things as a marketing director, but I always really enjoyed the social media side of my, of my job. So having that opportunity to, to just do social media was kind of a dream come true. And I've been doing it for about four and a half years now. Nice. Oh, very cool. So tell us, tell us about next step, uh, next steps, communication, next step, next steps. When I think just next step, uh, tell us about that, that business and, and, uh, you know, maybe just how, where that came from and, uh, and, you know, just a little bit about what you got going on there. Yeah. So I think I, I like to help small businesses and, and I used to help specialize with a lot of real estate agents and brokerages with their social media because 
especially here in Colorado, there's it's, it's quite the housing boom. So there's a lot of uh, realtors out there. And one of the things that they fall into is, is a trap of just posting the same type of content every week. And um, then they think that social media doesn't really work for them. And so that's what I like to teach uh, my, my, cli my clients, my coaching clients, and um, my people that I do the entrepreneur uh, coaching cl classes with is how to bring their social back to their social media, how to show up authentically, how to feel comfortable, you know, being the face of their, their business. Because the second that you decide to step away from the logo is when you will see your, your business kind of grow and your brand succeed. So that's why I try to teach a lot of my coaching clients. I also do done for you social media for uh, construction companies and home builders. So I do the full social media, uh, strategy for them everything from ads to the content creation graphic creation that is all stuff that we do here at next step social that is so cool i think it's funny because we have a we have a funny story on our own social media because for me i love doing social media so i would always just do it myself and then we got busy and started doing stuff for clients and Corey doesn't pay me to do social media for myself. I was like, Hey, I would probably do better at it if you paid me. And he's like, no, I don't want to. I was like, all right, well then it'll get out there when it gets out there. So how do you get business owners to understand? Like, even though we understand the importance of social media and I love that you talked about getting to know them more on a social level, because at the end of the day, it's a social platform and people want to yeah. see behind the curtains. They just don't want it to be a pitch fest all the time. How do you get businesses to understand that? You know, that is a great question. And I think that um, I'm glad that you even thought of that question because not very many businesses think that way. And they think that social media has to be this um, this either huge elaborate plan where it's going to take up so much time so they don't even bother doing it. Or they go in without a strategy and then all they end up doing is just selling and talking about themselves the whole time. Right. So I'm going to answer both of those 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 scenarios. And I think that one, I like to try and teach people how to develop a strategy and a consistent sort of rhythm for their social media. So that way they know they have those three or four posts going out that week and they don't have to worry about, well, what am I going to post today? I haven't posted in a while. I guess I'll just take a picture of my dog, you know? And yeah, so having that strategy and that content calendar created so that you can just know what's coming up. And I do think that businesses can be successful with their social media in as little as an hour a week. So once you develop that strategy and that consistent planning for your social media, um, it's just implementing it. And so that's why I try and teach a lot of my clients. Now, as far as being social on social media, it, that is a huge part of being successful because I think that a lot of businesses try to just talk about themselves. And if you think about it, it's like going to a party and then you get stuck in the corner at, with you know your your mom's next door neighbor's friend and all they end up doing is talking about themselves for the entire party yeah. and you're like okay can somebody please save me why is nobody coming up all they've done is I've talk about the themselves. eyes to many people and yes no exactly <laughs> exactly and you don't want to be that person at the party right, right. nobody right. wants to be that person and so that's where you have to take a step back and just realize that it is a two-way conversation. It is called social media for a reason. So if you're not creating posts that spark conversation, then you're not doing it the right way. And so 
yes, you can absolutely sell in your posts, tell people what you're doing and, and how they can buy from you, but always consider that it is a conversation and the more successful social media posts that you are able to create are the ones that are going to generate conversations. So uh, that's that's one of my biggest things for, for businesses is to what's in it for the person that's reading this post or that's seeing this post. Yeah, so you, you're already talking about it's a two-way conversation. And, and so it, it made me think about the vanity side of social media, right? Like, ooh, I got 10,000 followers. Look at me, look at me, or, or whatever the numbers are, right? And how do you, how do you walk through? And it, it almost could go back to your plan of it doesn't have to be this elaborate plan, like just get out there and have conversations, right? But how do you deal with those or answer those questions when somebody comes to you and they're like, well, I have a thousand followers, but, and I want you to help me get to 2000 or 3000 or whatever those numbers really are on the vanity side of things. And, and what's your take on that? You know, it's really hard because I think that it's, it's such a vanity metric. Um, but in the same regard, you know, I mean, Instagram especially kind of promotes it because they don't give you the swipe up feature in your stories until you have at least 10,000 followers. Right. right. Yeah, exactly. And so it's kind of, they're like, oh, well, and it's really hard because that, that swipe up, that clickable link is a very valuable tool. However, you, you know, getting to that 10,000, yes, you can buy followers, but please do not ever do that because it, it, you, you can buy just a bunch of people that are never going to engage with your content. How you're going to continue to grow is by showing up consistently and what, like I said before, having those conversations. So what's in it for them? Think, think about it this way. It's, it's better to have 60 followers that comment on your posts, like your posts and refer you to their friends than it is to have 6,000 people in there that never do anything. And it's very obvious the accounts that have purchased followers. If you've purchased followers, you can see like, well, okay, this person has, you know, 6,000 followers and they're getting two likes on this post. Right. Obviously <laughs> it's, you know, obviously they're, they're doing something wrong. Right. So I think that it's, it's really hard to not get caught up in the vanity metrics, except especially when there is an incentive, but just realize that if, if you had 60 people in your room in a, in a conference room and you could talk to 60 of them and then maybe five of them bought from you, that I consider that a pretty good, I mean, depending on what your product is, but I think that'd be a pretty good day, you know, instead of having 6,000 people and you're standing across the street trying to shout at them, you know, without a megaphone. So that's kind of the, the similar similarities I think that you would be using if, if, you know, when you're not really talking to anybody. No, that's, that's perfect. Cause we use the very exact same analogy. It's like, okay, there's two conference rooms in front of you. One has 10 people, one has a thousand. The 10 know, love, and trust you and want to buy something from you. The 1,000 never seen you before. Where are you going to go? You're going to the 10, and you're not going to even think twice about it. But the second you get on any of the – like, I'll find myself. Like, I'll get on there. It's like, I lost two followers, but I gained seven. So how did that even work? Like, why did I gain – I, I know I personally, I was on a clubhouse summit talking about podcasts. That's what I did this week. 10 people instantly followed me, but my vanity metric is down too. So I lost 12. Like, how does that even work? Right. You know, and it, it is funny too, because, um, well, just going off of, of clubhouse and on Instagram, I mean, someone has to actively like go to your profile to unfollow. So I right. think it's interesting on that, but you know what? Don't, obviously those people aren't your people. 
they've they've you know and that's that's fine you're gonna well, find and new I people. have a lot of weird bot people i think that okay. have followed me or mm -hmm. or forex like i get a ton of people wanting to right. get me into forex and i'm like i'm not interested in forex and then they defriend me it's fun <laughs> yeah so uh, the, the the vanity piece it's it's a, such an interesting number because it's it's you know it's a data point right like a lot of us thrive on data points. I could, you know, from my, your bank account, someone pays you a hundred dollars, then it's easy to track that. Right. Or from a vanity is there's a hundred followers. Like it's easy to track that. Now there's 98 followers in Ron's case because he, he goes the wrong way. but uh, you know, so it's, it's always interesting in that, but uh, the, the relationship side of it. And, and I, I think like you were just, again, on the two way conversation, but it all comes back to the relationship side of things. And, and so as you build up a plan and, and really coach your small business owners, and, and you mentioned home builders and, and folks in that realm that are like their expertise is maybe on construction expertise is to go and, and build the house or go and, and, and uh, you know, rehab a house or whatever the, the type of uh, piece in the home industry, like how do you get them because, you know, I, I think in the past that they're, they're almost non-existent on social right. media. I was about to go there too. <laughs> right. And so you, you got those of us that are all about the vanity. And then those of us that are like, ah, oh, I'm only on social because I'm being told I have to. Like, how do you show them the value? And, and because, yeah, you can get leads when you start these conversations. But from an organic perspective, things take time. Right. So how do you like actually teach that, that there's such a value in it? Well, I think that consistency is key and, and strategy is extremely important too. So, I mean, if you if you think about it, I think that that's one of the, the biggest problems as to why people don't see the success on their, their social media is because they, they don't have the strategy and the consistency. So I see a lot of businesses jumping onto like every social media platform that's known to mankind. And there's a lot of them out there nowadays. They throw out a few random posts and then they disappear for days or weeks and, right. and months. Right. And so, I mean, you have to think too, like if you were to walk into a room full of strangers, start asking people a whole bunch of questions, throw your business cards out and then run out the door while they're trying to answer you, it would be silly, right? And right. so I think I think that that's what a lot of businesses do is they, they see like, okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and post. And they post like, you know, every single day for two weeks and then they disappear for two months. And it's like, well, well wait, wait a second. What do you, are you listening? What do you do? Like, are you still in business? And I think that that's just where you, you have to go to where your customers are and find the platforms where your ideal client and customers are and show up on a consistent basis for them. So don't try to be on every single social media platform known to mankind. Go to the ones that your clients and your customers are on and just show up on a consistent basis for them. Whether it's you showing up with like on the job site photos, showing you know the start of a project, I'm just going off the construction uh, example, start at the start of a project and then give regular updates show your workers out there because your workers then will be like, Hey, look, there I am. I'm going to share this with my network or I'm going to like this. I'm going to comment on it. Oh, look, there's so-and-so, you know, bring that personality and bring what you're building as a community. And if you incorporate your employees into it, you incorporate your customers into it and people can, people love before and afters. If you can show the transformation that happens by working with you, that's what people are going to be drawn to and want to see more of. I love that. So the before and afters, I think is so huge, especially well, like the construction, that's easy. It wasn't there and now it's there. 
right? That, that's, <laughs> that's perfect. Or like my basement, it was built, then broke, and it's still broke, and it's not finished. But that's a different story for a different day. Um, but like for for your coaching people, how do you get them to understand? Okay, how making them aware that they should get enough information to have that before like weight loss is really easy because there's an easy transformation, but if it's a mindset transformation, how do you get your clients around that in, in their head where, okay, you're starting here. We're going to get you to here. How do you help them bridge those gaps to be able to then show that on their social media that they've grown or improved or has, you know, got something from what you're helping them with. It regardless of what you're doing, everything has a story and it's your story. That's what people are going to be drawn to. It's your story. And if you think about it, just with every movie, every TV show, there's a beginning, a middle and an end. And regardless if you can see like a visual transformation, like a construction project, or if it's you showing up like, Hey, here's my story of just starting the day with a cup of coffee. You know, and then here I am on the, um, I'm just going to go to a real estate agent now. Like now here I am getting the listing ready. Here I am doing the walkthrough with the appraiser and the buyer. Here's the final story. Here's the conclusion of it, of this home buyer had the opportunity to buy their very first home. And, you know, it was a three year journey and you know, everything has a story. And it's just realizing that your story means something to other people that are out there and, and embracing your story. You, you know, it's funny. Like that's, it, we could probably stop the podcast right now. And the story, like everybody, you know, I'm really bad at, at telling my own story, but the, the story itself, like everyone has their own individual unique story. And we all, you know, we, we start conversations because we enjoy the other stories that we're hearing, but, it, but you can tell if you never get it. Cause people, you know, you get bored, right. Or you, if there's a pitch fest and there's never a story with it, I'm not going to know, like, and trust that person. Right. So anyway, I love that. I love that comment, but uh, let's talk about clubhouse. You clubhouse is new for those that uh, are living under a rock. It basically shot up this year. And uh, if you don't have Apple, you don't know anything we're talking about. If you didn't have yeah. Apple, you pretty much didn't know anything about it. But but you you went all in, right? Like uh, just I just now I'm, I'm one of your new followers on Clubhouse <laughs> and you have over 17,000. And I know, again, we're talking uh, vanity number at that point. But but you I mean, you went all in. You've got your own training to help people in that uh, so that had to happen this year, right? Like, tell us uh, about what what was your reasoning to just go in and, and go all in and, and then help others do the same uh, in the clubhouse realm? Yeah, so clubhouse has, has really, like you said, taken the world by storm. And I think that um, right now it is iOS only. Android is going to be coming out in the next few weeks. So be ready for that, Android users. But for me, I, I got on the app. Uh, like mid-December. And when I joined, I think that this is a problem that many people have is I, I didn't really get it. I was like, well, this seems like a giant time suck. I'm not going <laughs> to do this. Um, yeah. It, it, I was like, well, this is stupid. Um, but it's because it's an entire, it, yes, it's another social media platform, but it's unlike any other social media platform 
out there. If you think about it, like I can sit on the couch and watch the avalanche play and scroll through Instagram. I can watch Instagram reels and just be dinking around, DMing, all sorts of things while I'm watching TV. Now that's how a lot of people engage on social media. They're doing two things at once and they're mind, you know, absentmindedly engaging on social media. Right. Clubhouse is not like that. And with Clubhouse, I, I like I said, I joined in December. I didn't really start joining rooms until around the second week of January. And that's when I started hosting more rooms. But for me, Clubhouse was really the perfect marriage. Once I understood what an incredible tool it is. It's, it's like LinkedIn on steroids. Right. It, it, the connections are happening faster than ever from all over the world at lightning yeah. speed. And um, I, like I said, I come from radio, so uh, I enjoy speaking. So that's that was great for me. And then it's social media. So another one, it's really like a marriage between my two passions, um, like a live broadcast, a live podcast mixed with LinkedIn on steroids, mixed with an AOL chat room. You know, yeah. so you can have incredible conversations with people all over the world at lightning speed. And I, I quickly saw like what, how fast um, these connections were happening and, and how uh, networking was able to, to grow so quickly. So whether it's, you want friendships, like I've made some great friends from clubhouse and it feels like we've been friends forever. I, I swear that clubhouse days need to be tracked like in dog years because right. it, it happens so fast. Um, but it, it, I've made great friends. I've made great new like business partners for like uh, I've, found somebody to help do different email campaigns for me. And then I've, I've, I mean, like I found a whole new network that I never would have been exposed to because I wasn't using the right hashtags. And so clubhouse gives the opportunity for people to, to speak to what they're passionate about and what they're an authority in and whether it's, you know, social media or whether it's dog training or, or, you know, you're launching a course or, or anything you can connect with people faster than ever. So I feel like I've said that numerous times, but, it, it, it really is an incredible tool, the power of audio. Yeah, no, it's been, well, and what's interesting, because I've been on in many rooms and we have a club and we've done hosted our own rooms, but I've been able to get in other people's rooms that amazing leaders are in these rooms talking that there's no chance I would have ever been able to been a part of that, like in person ever or a Zoom or it doesn't even matter. If it wasn't for Clubhouse, I would not have heard this person talking live in a exactly. really cool way. But yeah, those relationships, um, they're they're amazing. But again, it's 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 a relationship platform. And you're right, you are able to interact with people so quickly and create these collaborations so much faster than any other platform because the difference between Clubhouse and everything else, you can't hide in Clubhouse. Like if you're asked a question directly and you're on the stage talking and you pause, like people are wondering what you're looking for, right? You can't hide. It's a conversation. You either are the expert or you're not. And and people will know that, right? And it's it's a very interesting platform. I, I've loved it, but I was like you. I'm very deliberate when I go on there. So it is not a time suck. You know, and I tell I tell my people um, that that we work with, go there if your room isn't available. Create a room if no one gets in or you're not talking. Don't stay on and be, be a, you know, don't consume it unless you have time to consume it. Because, like, I was in a, a clubhouse summit to Friday, and I was like, uh, he said, you know, 
be on for a half hour. So I booked an hour because it's never a half hour on clubhouse time, which should also have its own way of telling time because it was like literally two hours in and it was like, I gotta go. <laughs> you know, I was like, it's time to leave. Right. So, um, you know, that's one piece that I've really taken away from clubhouse, but how is your course, you know, you saw a need, you created this cool course. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So it's, it's a, everything from what is clubhouse to how to optimize your bio like what should you have in your bio how do you host a room how do you schedule a room how do you then convert those people into buyers um, and and continue the conversation over in the dm so it's the full clubhouse journey um everything from like what are the different terms for clubhouse all the way to how are you going to close new business and how are you going to make new connections over in the dms and i think that um there's it's it's unlike any like i said it's unlike any other social media tool out there so there's a lot of different nuances and ways to really conduct yourself and like you said if there's blank space or you know no one answering it's kind of like well wait do you know what do you know the answer to this and now right. should i trust the answer right. so i mean that's one of the things that i speak to on a regular basis is like i don't know that and i host a lot of rooms on clubhouse like about to do, like what is Clubhouse, Clubhouse 101, and um, how to moderate and stuff like that. And if I, I don't work for Clubhouse. Everything that I'm learning is is through spending time on the app and, and reading articles and researching. And, you know, so there's a lot of things that I still don't know. So you, don't be afraid to say that you don't know, because I think that people appreciate that more when you speak to like, this is not something that I'm necessarily an expert in. I would never go on a stage and talk about cryptocurrency. I don't understand that. And if I got on stage and you see me speaking about cryptocurrency, um, you know, you know that I've sold out. But <laughs> <laughs> I'll flash the mic at you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on and I'm done talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, Katie. So uh, our show, all about hindsight. Uh, hindsight's 2020. If if we actually had the power that be to go back knowing what we know now with different things uh you know things could be a lot different in so many ways uh so i wanted to ask you about hindsight and about your podcast journey because i and ron and i we love podcasting we uh pretty much are involved with podcasting about eight hours a day every day uh from various levels uh so we definitely got to talk about podcasting but you started your podcast uh, I, from what I can gather, pretty much right after the world shut down last April. And uh, and so tell us about this journey and what you wish you would have known to start it. Like I see you're now on season two uh, that you started around uh, about the year mark. Uh, so yeah, tell us uh, what's what's going on with, with the, your podcast and, and what do you love about it? What do you wish you would have known sooner? I love this. And I think that, you know, with my like i said i come from radio so i i wanted to start a podcast for a while i just didn't know how i didn't know like well, i don't even know what to do like do i just like record on my computer like do i record a voice memo i didn't know how to get started and so it was just kind of one of those things of like i'd like to have a podcast someday like i'd like to be on tv someday you know i mean like it just was a, a goal that i didn't know like how i would ever achieve it but it was something i wanted to do um uh, then like you said when the world shut down i was like well I've been given the gift of time and I've been wanting to start a podcast. Now's the perfect opportunity. And I've been doing a lot of, so I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn also. Mm -hmm. And I was connecting with a lot of people and, and networking on LinkedIn. 
And so I was like, well, there's some people that I'm now like I'm making connections with that aren't my ideal like client or customer, but I, you know, I'd love to hear what their journey was. And I never expected to be an entrepreneur. I mean, I was going to be a, you know, a radio broadcaster. Um, and so I never really expected to, to be owning my own business. And if it wasn't for the people that were successful with their businesses, uh, that gave me the gift of their time over the past four years, I wouldn't be where I am today. So the whole journey of the podcast was let's learn more about Colorado based business owners. Let's hear what their journey was, what marketing has worked for them to help them be successful and kind of have our own little community here from the podcast of like, Oh, well, I heard about that coffee shop on the podcast. I'm going to go stop by it. Or actually, I think I heard of a framing company on the podcast. I'm going to go use that. So I kind of wanted to expand like the, the network within here, within Colorado here. And then I've, it's evolved a little bit um, in season two. So uh, I, I have episodes that come out every week and uh, two of the episodes are Colorado based business owners. And the other two episodes are digital or online marketing experts to come on and talk to their expertise to just kind of, you know, maybe someone just knows they need to know more about Google AdWords, but doesn't really know where to start. And we can just have a 30 minute conversation about Google AdWords and how you can kind of get started um, for your business, should you do it or should you contract it out? So, I mean, it's it's one of those things where I, I'm trying to just kind of help the Colorado business community grow. Um, and it really started out of being at home in the basement and still making those LinkedIn connections and trying to think of how can I continue growing this network of people that I'm meeting on LinkedIn that have really cool stories. No, that's so cool. And being in Colorado, we appreciate that. Um, I guess that doesn't really answer your hindsight question though. Um, I think I was gonna say, I think that my, my biggest thing was just, I should have, I should have believed in myself sooner and just started it sooner. Um, you know, I think that, the hardest thing in, in your business sometimes can just be getting started. And um, last year, we, we all were given that gift of time for a month while we couldn't leave our houses. And I think that that's where a lot of businesses too, especially for me and my coaching business, were like, well, yeah, I know social media is important. I just never really had time for it. You know, so can you teach me? And so I think that try and take a step back, think about things that are on the back burner and maybe push, push those a little bit closer up on your priorities. Um, that was my biggest hindsight is I should have, I should have started it sooner because I absolutely love doing my podcast. No, it's, it is like, I'll tell you, podcasting changed our life. So I, that's why we help others start podcasts um, because we know what it can do. But I know there's people like, Hey, need help with social. Want to learn about clubhouse. What's going on with you now? How can people get involved with you and tell us a little bit more about how they can get started with you? Yeah, so you obviously I'm on Clubhouse. You can find me at Katie Brinkley. I'm also on Instagram at I am Katie Brinkley. And if you're interested in the Clubhouse course, that is going to be um, it's it's almost finished and it's going to be available. I just want I'm waiting for Android to come out, so yes. I might just have to go ahead and and push the course out now <laughs> without having to wait for Android to be released and just do like a, a phase two. But it's it's almost out there. It's almost ready to go, and you can get that um, at katiebrinkley.com. So if you're and you're ready and you want to learn a little bit more about Clubhouse, go and check it out there. Nice, perfect. And then for your for next step social, are, are you do you obviously you work with local businesses and all that? And so tell us, are do you go meet with people in person and then 
work with them. Like, you know, it's just our, our whole world has become online. And uh, I know there was a, a thing probably three, four months ago that we met a client in town. And because she was in town, we actually like met her at a coffee shop instead it was of crazy. We didn't know what to do. We're like, can you hold your, do we shake hands or like right? give elbows? Right. No, well, yeah, that was elbows. very awkward. Do we give you a hug? Uh, right. I don't know. So, but, but yeah, tell us like, are you still strictly looking for those business owners in Colorado or do you, do you work with folks uh, via just online stuff out of the state or, or what's that? Yes, yeah, so I work with businesses all over the, the country. Um, you know, most of my coaching clients, surprisingly, like the one thing that I could do in person is all um, are all Colorado-based businesses for the most part right now. But I have coaching clients from everywhere, um, and we can meet in person. I have a, an office in downtown Littleton, but, but like especially for the the coaching clients, we we sit on a Zoom call like this, and we do a lot of screen sharing and. Uh, a lot of like, okay, well, you're going to take the, mic the mouse over here, click on that button. And it's a lot of walking people through how to do it, but it's all through Zoom. And yeah, most of my stuff is right here online. <laughs> so I don't know what I would do either. If I right. It was, it was weird because <laughs> yeah, we had built this whole thing online and then we're like, oh, she's in, she's in Colorado. So let's meet with her. And it was, it was so awkward, even though Corey and I came from like the face-to-face -face building like that, we transitioned to this online space. And like, even when we do podcast interviews, if they're not live, it's just weird for us because we're just so used to it now. And, uh, you know, creature habit, it's what we do. Yeah. And, you know, I think that too, like it's, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how life gets to be come October because we all saw how fast things can change. Like things can change in the, the blink of an eye and suddenly we were all online and now we're starting the world to open up again. Maybe. Maybe a little bit. Okay. One, one final question for you for me today, Katie, and that is number one advice for a business owner that knows they need to be online. Maybe they post once or twice, uh, but what's the number one advice for, for them to really go and, and not just go and be noisy, but to actually go and make an impact uh, in, in as little amount of time as possible, right? Like it, you know, don't don't go post and be on social every day. But what's what's the advice for for somebody that's they're just really trying to get started there? Stick to just one platform. I start with one and grow from there because I I do think like oh well if I'm not posting on all of them then I'm missing out on people. But that's there, if you think about it, there's there's if you choose Instagram, there's five ways to post on Instagram. And you need to show up in all five of those avenues. If you want to go in on Facebook, you know, like you're going to probably have to do some ad spend because of the way the algorithm works. Is it LinkedIn? So, I mean, focus in on the platform that makes the most sense for you and your business and show up consistently, show up on a regular basis. It does not need to be every day. It doesn't need to be multiple times a day. Really just try. I think that you can be very successful with social media with posting this in as little as three to four times a week make a commitment to those three or four times a week, schedule it out and show up on a consistent basis. And I promise that you will start seeing growth. Yeah, so good. So good. Thank you so much for your time today, Katie. I'm so excited that we connected. Hopefully we will continue to connect since we're in the same state. Kind of makes sense. Yeah, it does. <laughs> but why don't you give everybody the best website for them to connect with you again? Uh, you can connect with me at nextstepsocialcommunications.com. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Thanks so much, Katie. Talk to you soon. Thank you.
All right, Ron. It looks like we're having coffee with Katie. I don't know if anybody caught that, but she is a coffee lover. I caught it on her her back table. Yeah. Yeah. As as we are. So, but uh, first, before we go have coffee, we need to discuss what we learned today. So I assume you have a takeaway for us. I have a bunch. I have a bunch. Uh, Let's see. I think the biggest one, I think, especially since you're talking to a screen, right? And people are, if they're doing a Facebook Live, they don't feel like they're talking to anybody because they're just talking to a screen. Really understand it's 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 a relationship and it's a two-way conversation, right? And, and I thought that was huge. Uh, I love where she said, keep your personality and your story. People want to know the story. I mean, think about, you know, <laughs> this is like the worst example ever, but I'm going to use it. <laughs> NASCAR, they turn left the whole time. Right. There's not a lot of excitement except for what? A crash, a crash or a crash. Yeah. (laughs) A crash or an end. Right. People want to see the train wreck. People want to see what's going on. People want, if it's your tribe and your people and your group of people that have followed you on social, they want to get to know you. And if you open up the curtains a little bit, it's crazy. And I loved how she said, open it up, step away from the brand just a little bit. I mean, you don't have to take them in the bathroom, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, just to, to be genuine, right? Like, yeah. just go yeah. be, be that person, be the, the, the real person that you are. Uh, like, you and I, we are not hindsight hacking, right? We're Ron and Corey. Right. And, and so to open up a little bit to, to let the, the team, people know. And, and once they get to know you, they'll hopefully like would you. you. Be hindsight or would you be hacking? I, I think I am hacking and you're okay. the hindsight. No. Right. Um, I figured you would say that. That's not right. But that's. <laughs> And then one other piece, right? Like if you're, whatever your business is, right. showing the results, right? The befores yeah, and the yeah. after, and it doesn't have to be just the weight loss, right? It doesn't have to be the hundred pound uh, weight loss journey that a person went through, be- but those are easy to, as an example, because you can physically see the change or the transformation, or if you're a home builder, you can see the dingy old house to the new house. So, uh, but find a way for your business to sh- to show the results, uh, to show the befores and the afters. And so you add that with your personality, you show the results that you're giving your people. And guess what? Your tribe will flock to you and your tribe will buy from you. So uh, that's all, all we got from you for you today. And, uh, Stay tuned when we come back with another episode, but first and foremost, hit the show notes and, uh, head on over and get to know Katie further. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Thanks for uh, hopping on today and being an impactor. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you had as much fun as I did. And you know what? If you're not already a member of our Facebook group, what are you waiting for? Head on over to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash profits with. Guys, we are super excited to have you be a part of our community and help you get more visible, get more traffic, and get more sales. That's right, Ron. And every time someone is in our group, we get to share all the tips, the tricks, and everything that you can get profits with from your summits, your challenges, your workshops, your podcasts, your vodcasts, and so much more. Guys, thanks for being the best part of the Hindsight Hackers community.